Sports Minutes with Elia Danker and Ziaul Roshan. Money FM 89.3. It is now time for Sports Minutes. I'm Elliot Danka together with Zia'ul Raushan. Uh, and we're touching on a subject that's got a lot of attention uh, at the end of last week and into the weekend. It is a two-part special on mental well-being in the sports arena. Yeah, it certainly is a conversation worth having in terms of how much athletes, footballers in particular, go through. And we're discussing it based on the Delhi Ali interview, which dropped sometime last week. And quite emotional. Watch that one. Yeah. Uh, so for context, he was interviewed by Gary Neville. And a lot of it talked about his own substance abuse and the kind of trauma that he's had to deal with growing up. Because Delhi Ali, at the age of 24, was seen as such a talented footballer. The world at his feet played in the World Cup. And uh, suddenly he's just dropped off, you know? Yeah, it was really gave me perspective in terms of part of our job. We go out and blame footballers for poor performances Mm. and Mm. expect so much from them. But that interview gave me great insight into the fact that still water runs deep, right? There's so much going on behind the scenes that we are unaware of. And when you listen to what Delhi had to put up with as his child, it's amazing everything yeah. he's gone on to achieve despite the difficult circumstances yeah. he finds himself now. This is something that I tend to go through with my friends when they talk about the challenges they face at the gym. And as a semi-pro athlete myself, I'm going like, that's not a challenge. You have no idea. <laughs> but you know what? Let's let's talk about it. Let's really get into it. On the line with us from the UK is Rory Winters, mental coach, founder, Edge of the Box Mentoring. Rory, thanks a lot for taking the time. How are you? No problem. Very good, guys. Thank you for having me on. Thank you so much for joining us, Rory, to talk about something that's quite important. First things first, have you watched that Dele Ali interview and what are your thoughts on it as a mental coach? Yes, I have done. Um, it was really interesting and like you said, it's quite emotional actually watching it. Um, it's very rare for a high-profile figure to come out and actually speak um, from the heart, I guess, and, and really talk about trauma particularly. So it was, uh, it was refreshing, but as you said before, it's really highly emotional watching it. Yeah. Um, I wonder, Rory, if we could talk a little bit about the stigma when it comes to being a, a superhuman, uh, a.k.a. a pro sports person. How How is it different in terms of expectation of success, setting an example or even pressure? Yeah, I mean, it is. It is very different, but it shouldn't be, um, mm. is my perspective on it. And I think when you're inside that bubble as a professional athlete, yeah kind of aligned with everyone else who's in there as well. So it's almost a protective bubble around them. Um, so when Deli Ali's at Tottenham, I know he talks about some of his teammates who helps him. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're all in it together. But if you compared him to your sort of average layperson who goes to an office every day, um, the challenges are completely different. Um, you guys, maybe not because you're in the public eye as well with your job, but um, it's very rare to go to work and have thousands if not millions of people judging your performance every yes. single day so yes. it's a pressure cooker really yeah, yeah. it's tough yeah it's certainly a high pressure environment and Rory I just want to ask you you're obviously a mental coach and founder of Edge of the Box as well so you would have worked with athletes you talk about that pressure for footballers they're obviously good at what they do but do they almost are they almost caught off guard by the pressure that's thrown on them because they're very good at what they do but they don't sign up for a life in the public eye do they yeah, no, I don't. I think it is thrust upon them, especially when you look at Deli Ali in particular. You talk about him as a young, very young man who came through and broke into the Premier League very quick, and um, from the lower league levels in England. So it, it almost it might have been too much too soon for him, mm-hmm. and I think he almost alludes to that where he didn't have time to catch breath. It was just like, wow, I'm in the Premier League now, and now I'm playing for England. Um, so yeah, it is tough. It, it's a it's a challenge they have to face, and 
to be honest, uh, in terms of stigma and stuff, I just don't think football's doing enough. I'm mm. not sure about other sports, but yeah. football isn't doing enough to uh, help these young men. Yeah, the press doesn't help either. But you know, we're always looking for a story, and I and I hate to say this, um, Rory, mm. you would have noticed Delhi Ali speaking very highly of his adoptive family, and this is a bit of a follow up to what you and Raushan were just discussing. Uh, truth is, he only had a few years of stability, like four years mm. max. From a mental health support perspective, what should we pay attention to here, especially with that admission? I just think it's um, it's kind of the precursor to what he's going through now. Obviously, so it does. It might it might be a case that the press do need to leave him be for a little while okay. and let him come round and come to terms with what's happened. Because speaking out in the public eye as he did about those unstable years and. He says it himself that you know his, his dad might come out of the woodwork now and start countering his claims, and it, it, it does sound a little bit messy for him. Um, so yeah, I'm hoping that the English press, who are I think well known for being quite volatile and, and, and nasty when they need to be, can give him a bit of space. And I think that the club he's at, it, it sounds like they're going to do the same and mm. support. But I'm hoping that this is the start of, um, of a new change in, in global sport where people can come out and speak um, and, and get the support they need rather than be judged for a poor performance on a Saturday when there's a hell of a lot more going on behind the scenes that yeah, we don't know about. That's a fabulous point, Rory. You talk about raising awareness, right? How brave is Dele Ali to have gone through what he did and then put himself through rehab and then now make the conscious choice to come out and address this issue for wider conversations to be had? Well, I think it's incredible and he is a standard bearer now, you know, whether he wanted to be or not and his, his terrible story is full of sadness and also massive success as well. Um, it's, it's a similar one to um, there's a few issues I think coming out in the modern world now that, that need to be addressed and mm. talked about because the world's a much more cosmopolitan place and yeah. and there's a, there's a lot more sort of aspects in the media that it, it's almost old fashioned the way football operates um, you expect there's 25 men in the squad and everyone to be perfect and no one to have any issues it's, it's not right so yeah, yeah it's, it's good that this is coming to the fore I suppose for a bit of context and perspective, though, I mean, realistically, how effective is six weeks rehab, which was uh, something that Delhi brought up during that interview? Yeah, I mean, I think the way he framed it, I think that was quite an intensive six weeks. And I think it's probably what he needed because he's in such a low position. Um, And I know that there's many athletes I used to play with, myself included, who, who sought help at times, probably because of the pressure and the elevated sort of nature of your family and friends expect quite a lot from you. And when it doesn't work out as as planned, you do feel a little bit isolated and alone. Um, so, yes, yeah, six weeks isn't going to solve everything. There's no way it, it couldn't do. I'm pretty sure he's getting continued support now. Um, but the fact is, it probably just feels like a big weight off his shoulders. Mm. And I'm sure it feels quite liberated right now. Yeah, I, I couldn't help but observe his body language during the interview. And, and that was what I was looking out for. I mean, was there really a weight off his shoulders? He he does seem quite positive right now. But how much of that, you know, realistically is just him putting up a front? I mean, we have to consider it's it's just a terrible, terrible journey that he's he's gone through. Uh, any body language observations on your part? Anything you would like to, to, to share? I mean, you look at it and you want to hope it wasn't an agent pushing yeah. that out yeah. there and making him do that. Um, and we know that football can be riddled with, with all sorts of dodgy characters as well at times. So, no, I mean, the fact that he stood up and, and, he, and he spoke, um, he even admits himself that he does a little giggle before he says something that upsets him or that's hard to talk about. Yeah. Um, so 
I don't think anyone who's going through what he's been through is going to be completely open and mm. 100% solid with what they say, but I don't think he was coerced to be there. I think it, it probably was the right time for him, so that was it was good. I don't think it, it looks like too much of a pressure situation for him. Now, Rory, you're a mental coach as well, and you may have dealt with similar sort of incidences of professionals going through some trouble, but what's the road ahead for Dele Ali from here as Layman, me and you, what can we pick out as markers in terms of that road to recovery? It's certainly going to be a long one, but what are the markers? Mm. Well, I think the one that everyone's probably hoping for and looking for is that he gets back out there on the pitch and, and performs to some extent. I think that's the, the marker that we as fans and supporters and lovers of the game would want. Um, but for him, I'm sure behind the closed doors, it's more a case of just waking up and feeling like the day ahead is going to be a positive one. Hmm. I think you have to go right back to basics of this now for him himself. Um, I know people yeah, that I've worked with in Singapore have been through some tough times themselves and now they're, they're stronger for it. But when you're in the middle of the sort of the eye of the storm as he is now, it's, it's probably taking it day by day and just making sure he's comfortable enough to, to go to training, to eat well, to sleep well. All the, the basics that a footballer needs, I'm sure, been a bit of very turbulent anyway for him just to get that that fixed so we might not see everything but I'm pretty sure that there's support networks in place that are helping him step by step very very small baby steps to become uh, get back on the pitch basically yeah yeah, uh, Rory, I'm a boxer myself and before I got into this on a semi-pro sort of level I used to laugh at the movies thinking ah, it's, it doesn't work, it's so dramatic uh, but the truth is midway through a training camp you do dip in your your, your confidence and your mood and you really need a, a, a mental coach to come in uh, my coach can only get me so far I always need to seek a professional mental coach to help me out what yeah. do you think this means with this Delhi Ali interview for the game do managers need to be even more qualified on this front? Do clubs need to ensure that there is a qualified mental coach and it is part of a confirmed rework, restructure? Is this something that needs to happen? I think it has to happen, yeah. Um, definitely today's sort of age and generation where people are a bit more forthcoming with their thoughts and opinions and, and are able to talk out. I think every club, it's a duty of care. Um, that they have to have that in place. I know in England at the moment, um, there's a big issue around uh, young footballers getting released and then mm. having nothing to fall back on. Um, so they're slowly changing protocols over here. But like you said, it's a high-pressure environment, similar to boxing, where everything's on the line. Um, and you do need someone who's got a bit more of a, I would almost say an unbiased yeah. um, mm. approach to, to where they're coming from that can help. But, you know... I'm not going to pick Deli Ali for the team on Saturday, so yeah. it's a confidential, unbiased place, a safe space, basically. Mm. Um, and I think the machoism of, of football and maybe hopefully, hopefully sport in general starting to fade a bit and, and people are open and willing to talk and supported when they do. Well, this has been really, really insightful and so appreciate you sharing all of this with us. We've been speaking with Rory Winters, mental coach, founder, Edge of the Box Mentoring. Rory, thank you again for your time. Take care and have a great day ahead. Thank you. Sports Minutes on Money FM 89.3.